0: For over a decade, the Zen Parenting Radio podcast has been sharing self-awareness, mindfulness, connection and compassion, and how we can better understand and relate to our children. So don't miss out on an opportunity to be curious about yourself, your children, and how to live a life filled with connection and meaning. Follow or subscribe Zen Parenting Radio today. How can we approach life in a different way that allows us to draw fulfilment, calmness and joy from every moment? Welcome to Mindfulness for Beginners. Hello my friend, I hope you're happy, I hope you're peaceful. It's your old pal Sean, and if you're enjoying the podcast then I would invite you to become a supporter of the show on Patreon, the link is in the description there's lots of exclusive content, please do consider joining, it would mean a great deal to me if you became a friend of the podcast. I've uploaded some really exciting news about the future of the podcast in the personal reflections section, please do check it out. Squirrels are, for a lot of people, the acceptable face of the rodent kingdom. They're charming and very cute, especially the red ones. Sorry grey squirrels. They've got a big bushy tail and they're acrobatic little guys sprinting across power lines and doing death-defying jumps from tree to tree. They're basically the Tom Cruise of the animal kingdom if the Mission Impossible movies were the only thing you knew about Tom Cruise. As an aside, I used to live in London and my block of flats would leave a huge dumpster outside which would be a heaving, pulsating sea of hundreds of red squirrels. It's kind of hard to see them the same way afterwards, but in the northwest of England we see squirrels in their more natural habitat, scuttering around the trees and bushes. At the end of our little garden we have some huge holly trees, which the birds like for protection, but our resident squirrel, who I call Steve, is less keen on. He spider-mans across the front of the fence, underneath the spiky leaves, to get to his favourite rowan tree, the branches of which are drooping down at this time of year with massive bunches of red berries. I sat in the garden and watched Steve sometimes and noticed an odd behaviour. He would chew through a stalk holding up a cluster of berries, catch the berries in his mouth, then scurry down the tree trunk to the grass and start jumping around looking for the perfect place to hide his treasure. He'd secrete it under a tussock and then pull the blades of grass over the top, patting it down. Then he was back up the tree again to repeat the process. We all know that squirrels bury nuts. They've even been known to hide berries in the ground for later. But Steve can't eat the berries of the rowan tree, they're poisonous to mammals. So what was he doing and how does that show us how to enjoy life? We can see the answer when we wash the dishes, clean the floor, or do any chores. Our natural reaction is to complain, to put it off, or wish it wasn't happening. We even frame it in a negative way. The word chore is now used to describe anything we have to do that's unpleasant. So we gird our loins, we screw our courage to the sticking place, whatever that means, and we force ourselves to do it. Maybe we put some music on to distract us and we get through it as quickly as we can. Our mind is somewhere else, maybe thinking about something more pleasant we can do later. If we're not careful, we can live our whole lives this way, thinking about future happiness, rather than looking for happiness right here and now. Tignat Han talks about washing the dishes to wash the dishes. He's describing a fundamental practice in applying the energy of mindfulness to our everyday lives, so that we are drawing joy from everyday experiences, even our chores, especially our chores. What he means is that we are not washing the dishes to have the chore finished. We're not even washing the dishes to have a clean set of dishes. We wash the dishes for the pleasure of washing the dishes. Now, with my psychic powers, I can hear some of you say, Yeah, but Sean, I really don't like washing the dishes. It's tedious. And believe me, I get that. There's days where I really don't want to do the laundry or clean the house. But by training ourselves to approach without judgment and choosing to immerse ourselves in the task, the being in the doing, life suddenly becomes a lot more enjoyable. Sister True Dedication of Plum Village provides us with some guidelines for how to approach this. You might want to pause the podcast here and listen while you start a task you've been putting off. First, challenge yourself to realize that washing dishes can be a pleasant and deep encounter with life in the present moment. It's not lost time, it's not a chore, it's your time. Let go of the idea of clean dishes, let go of any goal, enjoy the doing. Try to Release the tension in your body, breathe slowly and deeply, relax your jaw, relax your shoulders, allow yourself to smile. Connect your mind to the present moment and the feel of the water on your skin and the dish in your hands. Also let go of the resentment of having to do the task, especially if you share a house with other people and there's some conflict on who should do what. We sometimes feel like someone else ought to be doing more, contributing more, accept any resentment you have, notice it and then return your awareness to the task. Check in with your body. Can you feel the soles of your feet on the floor? Can you feel the spine in your back? Allow 100% of your body to participate in the act of dishwashing. You can connect with your ancestors, so you can look at your hands and see your father, your mother, your grandparents, and see all of them next to you when you're cleaning the dishes. And you can also see the universe and the impermanence in the dishes you're washing. Where did the metal come from, or the glass, or the clay in the plate? What was it before it was a plate? Where will it be in a thousand years? Remember, no mud, no lotus, so as you're getting rid of your leftovers or dirt you can throw away the peelings, you can throw away the different parts of the meal and think about the plants that they will nourish, the plants that they will turn into. And finally feel some gratitude for having food to eat, soap to wash, loved ones that are still around that you can make food for and make those dishes dirty. So it takes some work, it takes some concentration, it definitely takes some practice, but we can feel joy in all of the tasks we're doing. If we can learn to do it for washing the dishes, then we can feel it for everything that we do, and then we're experiencing joy all day. And that's exactly what Steve the squirrel was doing. Burying food is basically a squirrel chore, He wasn't storing food so that he could get it over with and move on to something else. He wasn't even storing the berries so that he could have a store of food. He can't eat the berries. He was storing the berries because he gained squirrel joy from doing it. And if we approach our daily tasks with half of the joy that Steve the squirrel does, then we'll be walking the path of happiness too. So let's approach our practice with joy I invite you to sit with me for a guided meditation on the joy of sitting and breathing for a few minutes. We're going to start with three sounds of the bell and the usual settling in introduction. And we're going to start, as we always do, by focusing our beginner's mind on our posture. So I would invite you to imagine that you have a thread attached to the crown of your head, and it's gently pulling you upwards into an upright position, your spine like a stack of coins, your heart raised upwards and outwards, your hands comfortably in your lap, Just allowing a gentle smile to emerge on your face as we enjoy the stability of our posture. Then expanding that spotlight of awareness to the rest of your body, noticing where you feel warm or cold, noticing where you feel tense or relaxed, becoming aware of the sensations of the clothes against your skin and the points of contact between your body and the chair and the floor. Shifting your awareness to your thoughts and feelings, and as we go through the guided meditation, just noticing each thought as it arises, and that might be an anxious thought about tomorrow, it could be a happy thought about today, or a regretful thought about yesterday. Just sitting with each thought for a moment, allowing it to leave, and gently, And without judgment, bringing your attention back to the present moment. And finally, focusing your awareness in the breath. Noticing that column of air between your nose and your diaphragm. Noticing how your shoulders rise as you breathe in. your stomach falls as you breathe out. Breathing in, I notice the full length of my in-breath. Breathing out, I notice the full length of my out-breath. Full length of in-breath. Full length of out-breath. Breathing in. I notice my stable posture. Breathing out. I enjoy the stability. Stable posture. Enjoying stability. Breathing in. There is only the breathing. Breathing out. I enjoy the breathing. Only the breathing. Enjoying breathing. Breathing in. There is only the sitting. Breathing out. I enjoy the sitting. Only the sitting. Enjoying the sitting. Breathing in. There is only the breathing. Breathing out. There is no one breathing. Only the breathing. No one breathing. Breathing in. There is only the sitting. Breathing out. There is no one sitting. Only the sitting. No one sitting. Breathing in, there is peace while sitting. Breathing out, there is joy while breathing. Peace while sitting. Joy while breathing. Breathing in. Peace is the sitting. Breathing out. Joy is the breathing. Peace is the sitting. Joy is the breathing. And as we reach the end of the guided meditation, just taking a moment or two to notice any changes in your body, any areas of relaxation, any areas of discomfort. Just taking a moment to stretch those if you need to. Noticing any changes in our mind. And if you feel a sense of calm or peace, then I would invite you to carry that through your tasks today. And finally, opening your eyes and returning your awareness to the room that you're in. And may be happy. May be peaceful. And may see yourself through the eyes of understanding and compassion. Slana, will you? And I'll see you next time. Uh, Peace